Welcome to Dodger Tough Inside the Circle. I'm your host, Craig Picorni, here with Hall of Fame head coach Alan Picorni, giving you a, another week of insight to some exciting Bennington wrestling. Uh, as always, you can send us some questions, uh, either Twitter, or text them to us, or email them to us if you want them answered on the air. We've had a couple weeks of of questions. This week, nothing came in, so... Because we answered all the questions before. Well, we had a lot of questions last week, so... Um, I guess we'll uh, get right into this past week, uh, just starting off with recapping the week, general practices, and anything else you want to touch on there? Oh, just, I thought it was a good week overall practice. Um, you know, we did have one day I thought was a little bit, a little bit down somewhat from the rest of the days, but other than that, a very good week. Um, I think the... The, the big win the week before in Skyler uh, kind of got the kids excited and, and uh, um, you know, and so they had a good week of practice. I think there's also seeing that things are uh, coming up quickly, the end of the season and state tournament series and all that. So uh, hopefully we can continue and carry that over into each week and finish out the season strong. Yeah, really, we're coming on to the last week of the, I guess you'd call it regular season. After that, it's all districts, states, all those competitions. So yep, it's coming yeah, quick. This is it. <clears throat> I guess we'll kick in uh, last week's uh, competition. Start off Monday with the girls and uh, Lewis Central for a new uh, tournament down, out there. Um that's pretty much all you. Uh, I wasn't there, so I'll let you yeah. speak on that. It was a little, little uh, interesting at first, kind of a little, I don't want to say a little bit of confusion, but just a little wild, but we got some good wrestling in. Um, started off with a, a not match there. Macy was all prepared to uh, have a good first match and uh, I think girl from maybe Abraham Lincoln or something that she saw at um, Council Bluffs, who I think her only loss was to Macy. But she got hurt. I think her coach said it sounded like in warm-ups got landed on funny and wasn't able to wrestle. But it actually turned out to fit for the tournament because somehow we got some weights mixed up and Janet or Kendall's weight got entered on Jana's weight as well. So then all of a sudden Jana walks to the mat and this girl's 140 pounds and we're like, I don't think they're the right size. Something's not right here. And, but that spot we were able to slide, they're able to slide Jana into that spot on Macy's bracket. And then they just didn't wrestle that first round and uh, got her a couple matches there instead of, having to really do something crazy with their tournament. So that kind of worked out, but just an interesting side part of the, the whole tournament. Um, I guess going down the, the list, starting with Jana, they said she had a couple matches in Macy's bracket, um, had a real close match or her third match where it looked like if she had like maybe 10 more seconds, she was about to turn the girl to win, but just lost by one, which she's been winning a lot of, of those close matches, but uh, it's all right. Just give us, gives us more to work on. Um, Macy went two and zero, pinned both of her girls in the first period and uh, went away with first there. 
Salina went 3 0. Uh, had a real close first round match. Uh, I, I think I was off at a, another match coaching and didn't see. Uh, I know she was down for a little while for most of the match and came back strong, was able to pull out a good win and then uh, a couple more good wins the rest of the tournament. Uh, Kendall went uh, one and one, um, picked up second, kind of a round robin. It like there's a Janet. She would have had to wrestle Jana the third round, which didn't, which turned into a bye and uh, ended up second place. So that was pretty good. She picked up a um, pin against a Bellevue East girl, um, and oh, well, Jana's in there twice in the tournament twice, but really didn't wrestle those other ones. So all in all, pretty decent day of wrestling there. Quick Monday tournament. So, yeah, well, I didn't really get to see much, but that was, um, you know, this is all, the girls is all new, trying to figure out what tournaments are good and which aren't. And, and one thing about uh, Lewis Central and more about Iowa, they just uh, sanctioned uh, girls wrestling over the weekend. So, um, yeah, I don't know what that means for next year. They're, they treat their tournaments right now like JV tournaments in, in some ways. And so, uh, where it's just matching up kids now, they'll uh, buy random weights, not necessarily maybe like a, a block of weights rather than weight classes. So maybe mm-hmm. next year that'll all change and and uh, see a little bit more official type tournaments and um, obviously more girls will start wrestling and uh, just like in Nebraska when it was sanctioned and so things just keep growing. Yep. Then Friday, we rolled down to Plattsmith with the JV and the girls. Um, I guess I'll let's start touching on it with the girls again. Uh, once again, Macy went two and zero with two pins, so just consistent. <laughs> I guess the best way to put it. Yep, consistent at the top. Um, Jenna had a. A little tougher day. She saw that Zoe Barber again from Plattsmith, who's really good, um, and then lost the match to a girl from Nebraska City. Uh, Selena went three and zero. She had a great day, uh, two pins, and then a medical forfeit. The girl she would have had the last match uh, got hurt at the end of her previous match, but I think it would have been a similar result since uh, she pinned the other two, and that girl had gotten beat before so in the tournament so my guess is she would have had three pins but three and oh took home first uh kendall had another good outing went two and one um with two pins and uh the girl for she had from ralston that she lost to was was real tough and uh she fought hard didn't get pinned or anything so uh, i thought that was real good considering the level of competition that ralston girl you know how good she is so, real good day for for Kendall as well. <clears throat> um, anything else you want to touch on? Anything no, we keep I rolling. <laughs> keep on rolling. I I wasn't there, so I I just got what I hear from you and what I see on track wrestling, especially Plattsmouth and Weeping Water, because uh, we were already gone by then. Yep. And then uh, the Plattsmouth JV, um, I didn't see a a lot of uh did mix you know got a handful of matches the way they were running is they had the two gyms and the gym with three mats they were running jv because they had a lot more jvs and the plasma or the girls side 
it's only six teams, so it's small three, four man round robin type brackets. That they would basically mix in the JV into this to the two mat gym to finish off each round. So I'd grab a couple a handful of JV matches, and then the round would end, and I'd coach the girls again. And then at the end of the next round, get a few JVs, and then do it all over again one more time. So um, I guess just running through the results. Uh, had four guys pick up first place, uh, Ben Pufakeo, Gay Burge, Jose Rodolfo, and Dawson Frost all picked up first place. Um, <clears throat> guys that took second, John McAllister, Logan Vanacek, and Jacob Strader. A uh, pair of thirds with Avion Brown and Ethan Allgood, and a couple fourths with Jared Larson and Houston Hill. Um so just, I think it's it's a pretty decent good JV tournament. I think the they're looking for the girls tournament to grow too with it. So uh, hoping to get more, you know, bigger brackets. Maybe they're bringing a couple more teams next year for the girls side. Um, so see how that grows. Yeah, it seemed like just the way it came about. It was kind of a a late add on for girls and and. Uh, you know, I thought that was good. We got our JV going there. Let's let's send the girls there and get them more experience because um, we want to give them as many matches as possible to prepare them for uh, late in the season too. Yeah, and one thing I was thinking about it uh, as far as having a girls tournament on Friday and then a different girls tournament on Saturday, right now we don't have any girls tournaments on our schedule that are two-day tournaments. So I kind of likened it to that kind of experience. Good to get a two-day tournament tournament with two pairs of tournaments where they're used to getting used to the back-to-back competition for tournaments getting three or four matches in one day and three or four matches in the next day so yeah prepares them for districts and state when they have to weigh in multiple days in a row so that's good go into uh weeping water i guess i'll just keep on keep on going i guess might as well you're on a roll (laughs) so usually you're the one that's talking the whole time so Get to relax once. Yeah, I'll start off. I guess just to start off as always with the lighter weights and work our way up. Um, Macy uh, went three and zero, three pins, but uh, a little bit different scenario on the finals than normal for for Macy. She had that Jocelyn Prado from JCC, who I think is rated number I, two, I believe. Yep. So. Um, Gave up a first period takedown, just kind of had a a near takedown and just a weird out of position and got taken down. And and that girl rode her real well for most of the first period. Um, and, but she was able to work her way back out. And, uh, you know, kind of the way I told her is it was real good because she, she got an escape at the end of the first. And I think there was some blood time or something. We got a, a second to chat. And it was just like, hey, let's reset, zero, zero. There's a, I think there's a locked hands or something that made it zero, zero. But it was good to see her react to basically getting punched in the teeth the first period and having to battle back from that and and uh, kept her composure, reset second period, and uh, took her down and turned her once and then turned her again for a pin. So uh, it was real good to see her 
you know, have a match where she had to battle back and, and did so real well. Um, <clears throat> at 114, uh, Janet, so this tournament was, was seated with the NSA district seating criteria. Um, so, uh, got a tough draw there. Had a girl from, uh, Papio and, um, lost that one and had a tough match against a uh, girl from Weeping Water. Um, I didn't see the end result. I know it was real close uh, in the near the end of the first period. I think she was she tied it up at one point and then um, lost that match uh, by the end, 10-2. <clears throat> at 120, Selena was the four seed in it. Um, and had actually, so pinned her first two girls. Um, and then had the number one seed from Amherst, who uh, was rated it at 126, had dropped down to 120. And Selena had a, a good battle with her, and uh, it was real close match, you know, back and forth, trading leads, and <clears throat> she got a reversal midway through the third, and... I think to her back and ended up getting the pin to win it. But I think she was, she was riding pretty well. So I was confident when she took the lead that, uh, we could either, uh, ride her out or if she got the escape, get the takedown. Cause really she got two takedowns in the match and the two that the other girl got, uh, you know, I think <clears throat> if it came down to it, we could have gotten the last takedown. Selena looked like she was, she was, uh, kind of in control from there <clears throat> um but then the finals had that pearson from utan who happened to be the three seed i think she's number one in the state yeah but the third seed in the tournament um and they use they're using last year's girls nswca state tournament for the seed some of the seating criteria so that kind of makes things a little interesting right now yeah, and they're going to use that for the districts, too. I already talked to the head of the NSA about that, what what the plans were. and um, It's not perfect, uh, and CD never is, um, and it's probably less perfect than normal just because uh, it wasn't an official NSA state tournament, so not all schools would have sent girls there. And He said that they did have seating or qualifying criteria, so they're considered qualifiers even though um, there wasn't a district tournament, no district qualifiers, it, you know, so, you know, it, it had to do something with percentage or something like that. They had a win or some or certain number of matches. So uh, you can get a bunch of easy matches and qualify to state, I guess. And so uh, it's not going to be perfect, but uh, next year it'll be, um, you know, much better. And, and going forward, it'll be a lot better anyhow. So made for an interesting seating meeting. That was for sure. We yep. should have a few discussions about <clears throat> how that was working out, and this was one of those examples where actually a number of the brackets were like, hmm, this is interesting how this played out, but in the end, uh, obviously in the end, if you win them all, then you're you're champ, and that's it. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> gotta, be, gotta win them all to win the tournament, so <clears throat> it's just where everybody else kind of shakes out. But uh, I think... In the end, even if, if things have been seated differently and 
as long as we were on the other side of that U10 girl, we still would have, Selena still would have been in the finals there. <clears throat> um, and then moving on to Kendall, uh, again with the seeding, she ended up with the uh, number one seed, undefeated uh, Reagan Galloway out of Amherst. So pretty, pretty tough first match and. Kendall being up a weight class for this tournament, uh, you could tell a huge size difference and strength difference. And shoot, actually, I think that Reagan Galloway is probably stronger than half the boys in the state. She had a, at least a good grip on her shake at handshake at the end, but uh, tough uh, lost there. But then came back and pinned a girl from West Point in a a wild close match at first, and then got picked up the pin before the end of the first period. Um, Fell to a girl from Pierce and then uh, had the a girl from Weeping Water for sixth place and fell in that match too. So, But picked up sixth place in the tournament. Uh, they placed a six but handed out medals to four. So if anybody's confusing why the Twitter showed only two pictures on the, with the medal stand, they only had medals to four but wrestled placing out to fifth and sixth. So... <clears throat> that's why that was there. Okay, that's interesting. And why not? If you're going to place it, you met, wrestle out to those places. Go ahead and give medals. But that's I don't reasons. know. Maybe maybe last year they only did to four. I don't know. And then they or had the same ordered the same medals and then went oh bigger tournament. I'll go to six and now just didn't yeah. have the medals for. It. I don't know. <clears throat> we'll see next year. But yeah, it was a real good t- tournament. A lot of good teams there. So. As a team, um, <clears throat> at Plattsmith, the girls took second, which uh, was a nice, nice tournament considering we only had four girls there. And then uh, Weeping Water finished in the top ten with twenty six gr- teams there. So all in all, pretty good considering we only rest on fourth these tournaments. Yeah, I'd say if we get some more girls out and they. In the future and work in a program, I think we can have some pretty darn good girls teams too. Yep. So I think that's it for those. Move on to Lexington and let you talk for the next hour, I guess. Well, <clears throat> uh, whatever it takes, I guess, to get through this. <laughs> um, I guess, uh, first of all, I'll start with the team finishes uh finishing first that was uh, really nice um started off a little slow we yeah the first round i think we had three matches and uh just because we got a lot of buys and so kind of a tough draw right away and kale didn't even have david russell until after the lunch break and and uh anytime you have one of the best wrestlers not wrestling he's not scoring points so um you know, after the first two rounds, we're sitting at fourth place, kind of wondering, all right, is this going to be a, a rough day or what? Because um, uh, Hastings is pretty darn good, and Ray Colorado is really good, and I know North Platte's good, and Beatrice has some tough kids, and, you know, Garing is there. They they won the High Plains invite recently and um, returning state champs, so they're a solid team, and I know Kozad has good kids. And I mean, just uh, – tough tournament like well we're gonna have to really fight to, uh to do well here so um but uh we came out after lunch break semifinals and 
basically on fire. And that round, I think we went 10 and one, putting seven in the finals. And, um, you know, and so we jumped out to a big lead and just never, never gave that up. And, and even finished strong too. It's not like we jumped out of big lead and then we just hung on and, uh, you know, we just kept going and, and, uh, end up with uh, five champions. I pretty sure that's the most out of any team there. I didn't really look, but um, if anybody else had more than five champions, uh, they'd probably be up there with us or, or be beating us. So uh, I know Hastings had two was all and and uh, shouldn't have had one of them, but uh, <laughs> uh, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> and uh, we go on from that. But uh, so overall, great. Uh, Team-wise, I mean, you finish 40-plus uh, points ahead of the second-place team. That's a pretty good uh, outing, um, especially the quality. You know, Ray Colorado's rated number two in, in Colorado, and Hastings is number two uh, in Nebraska in Class B. And, uh, you know, North Platte's ranked in, in, in Class A, and, you know, there's a few other ranked teams in there too. So, um, overall, great, great uh outing for our guys um as a team so uh i guess go into individually uh how everyone did um you know caden had a had a great tournament he uh he kind of really needed this he's he's been close to some of the best guys but not quite winning and and uh, uh you know he's just a little bit off i i felt all year and and uh um, just Unfortunately, pick up some bad habits. I, I thought over this uh, off season and uh, trying to work through those things. I think re last week finally came to a realization that uh, um, what we've been preaching we need to, he needs a change. And so I think uh, I think we had a good week with him and and you know and emphasizing those changes and getting back to where he, he was starting to get successful last year. Um, and so uh, uh, I thought he wrestled. Uh, as good as he has all year long, and obviously beating a, a returning state runner-up in the semifinals, um, and then go ahead in the finals, beating uh, uh, get his rated number two right now in most polls, and and also uh, a returning state medals too. So um, two very good wins for him, and uh, good to see that. We just need to keep building from there with him and. Uh, you know, because one week of practice isn't going to do it all we, to get where he wants to go. And so, uh, you know, we do have four weeks here left to, to get get ready for all that. So we'll be working, continue working, getting better there. Um, then you go to 113. Uh, you know, Kale gets the bye. You know, he's, he's an eight-man bracket ready. So basically that first round – they don't even have in, in his weight class. And then second round, he's got a bye. And so uh, he didn't get to wrestle very much. Um, he spent less than three minutes on the mat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, but both kids he wrestled are, are decent kids. Uh, you know, one from North Platte's got 25 wins. That's not bad. Um, pinned him in a minute 32. And, and then the one in the finals is returning medalist and was ranked number one before Kale made the drop, and and uh, currently ranked number two in the state. And so, um, you know, very uh, 
good kid and and possibly you'll see them in the state finals again just depends on where they they draw on and uh it wasn't even close kale took him down twice pretty easily and then went ahead and pinned him in minute 15 so uh, kale just going out doing kale things and <laughs> and you know and normally someone dominates like that and, and pins a number two guy that easily and controls it she get out you know you usually win outstanding wrestler award but uh i think people are just so used to expecting that out of him that um that he's not gonna get too many more votes anymore for that kind of thing because just like uh, he just like i said kale doing kale things everybody expects him to torture the number two guy but uh he's got plenty of outstanding wrestler awards and i guess uh um, the win's more important than anything uh, going on 120, uh, Connor Tonya, um, you know, another great tournament for Connor. Gets a tech fall, uh, major decisions, a, a pretty good wrestler uh, that actually up, that upset another kid, pretty good wrestler from North Platte that beat another kid from uh, Gearing who was rated, and I was actually hoping to see him, you know, because we like to uh, see some of those guys in our, our own class. Well, he was rated at 113, and it looks like moved up when he saw Kale move down. So is he staying up, or do you know? or Don't know, but uh, quite possible. Um, you know, you don't know that, I guess. We'll see. Yep. See what, what he does in the future. But uh, um, I don't know. He ended up uh, fifth place there, so uh, – and. I don't know if he's moving down or moving up. That really is a good move then. Right. But if, although that, that is a tough tournament too. So, um, but anyhow, Connor then, you know, tech fall, major decision. Then then the finals, he had the returning medalist at Naylor from Lexington that he actually wrestled uh, the week before and, and beat him about the same, beat him seven to zero. So, you know, good, good outing for him. And, <clears throat> And I didn't see it, but uh, uh, some of the coaches are saying that, uh, you know, Connor kind of went out and he won his match, 7-0 over a state medal, so that's a pretty good win for anybody. But uh, he wasn't satisfied with some stuff during the match, and he said that uh, they went in the back where the warm-up area is, and he's back there shadow wrestling, going through the things that he wanted to do better. And so, uh, um, you know, if if you ever want to see what it takes to wrestle at a high level – um, you know, he's doing the things it takes and, uh, it shows cause, uh, think about it. He's only started wrestling about three years ago. So, and he's already one of the top in the state, not only in class B, but, uh, all classes. So I think he got ranked all class also. Anyhow, so going on to 126, um, keeping in wrestling the finals, <coughs> we, uh, you know, they had the finals on one mat, and uh, we got to sit there for uh, six matches in a row. Kind of <laughs> like that. Uh, don't have to move around too much. Have to run back and forth. Maybe uh, have that in a, you know, a few weeks in Omaha. Be nice, but they chase you out there every time, so we'll have to go back and forth <laughs> if that's the case. But I I would take it. Um, we gotta got to keep working to get there. So, anyhow, Kyler... Um, being a freshman, and of course, we, we already touched on the NSA seating. That's kind of what they used here again. And being a freshman with a bunch of state qualifiers and state medalists, he gets the number six seed. Um, 
and uh, gets a bye. So his first match is against a returning state medalist uh, and a very, very dangerous wrestler. Uh, got some weird funk that catches people and actually uh, caught, uh, you know, Connor Tony last year in a fifth and sixth place match at state. Connor's really winning pretty pretty handily, and then all of a sudden, boom, it was, it was over, and he's on his back and pinned. So, um, sure enough, the same thing happened here. Connor, or Kale, or Kyler, sorry, <laughs> was, uh, had a pretty good lead, and looks like uh, uh, Kyler puts him on his back, and all of a sudden, he's grabbing a head and arching through, and, and Kyler's scrambling off his back, and I thought, when he went over, I was like, oh, no, this is not good. Uh, and uh, fortunately, Kyler was able to scramble out of it before he got locked up. And and uh, then he tried it a couple more times. And the last time, Kyler reacted uh, the way he needed to and um, put him on his back and pinned. So uh, got that over with. So that's it's one of those matches that you just want to get over with as quick as you can or or you got to be real cautious. And But uh, he, that kid's going down to 120. Um, so... It uh, looks like uh, Connor's going to be um, dealing with him again at state. Uh, so that'll be something that we'll be working on these next few weeks. Um, that uh, when he gets gets in that position, what to do. Um, and then it didn't get easier after that. From one state medalist to an undefeated wrestler from Scott City, uh, Kansas. And... Uh, Kid was undefeated coming into the tournament, um, and uh, I think Scott City's got to hate us because <laughs> <laughs> over the last uh, several years, from Brett, Brett Velasquez to Kale to Kyler, um, I think there might have been even another one in there somewhere. They've had some undefeated uh, stud of theirs uh, come to this tournament and get beat by us. So <laughs> uh, we, we did it again in really grand fashion. Kyler beat him 13-1 to 1 just – dominated the match and and uh, gave that kid his first loss so um you know another another tough match and and good win for kyler and then the finals uh had that court from hastings rated number one um uh, you know this is why we you know we this is a great opportunity to wrestle him and really glad because uh um now we know how to wrestle uh, you know how kyler reacts to him and all that and, and kyler i think I thought as the match went along, Kyler looked better. Um, you know, I don't know if it was because he got a little bit behind and, you know, was trying to uh, you know, get the lead, and he actually took the lead a time or two. But, uh, um, you know, I thought he wrestled better later on. And so uh, hopefully this helps helps us down the road that he knows what to do. Um, but uh, end up losing 5-4. Uh, real controversial non-takedown at the end or late in the match um, where Kyler was kind of, if Kyler got in a shot and then they were kind of scrambling and the guy had his arms and Kyler actually stepped over the top of the guy and threw a leg in so he had like a cross body ride in entirely across the body, leg in, guys on all four just hanging on to his arm and they wouldn't give him the takedown. So, wow. Uh, I, it, not sure how that could happen and we'll have almost an opposite type of situation later we'll talk about that we had another discussion and lost um 
but anyhow, so but uh, good to wrestle him though. Real glad we had a chance to do that because uh, again we get to see how Kyler wrestles against him and and uh, we can make some adjustments for the next time and hopefully that's state finals. Um, I'm sure it'll be at state at some point, whether it be finals, semifinals, or whatever, um, so we can get the win the next time. Then continuing with our finalist, uh, Braxton Peacher, um, you know, great tournament for him. Uh, wrestled very well. Um, you know, the two guys he beat, uh, you know, one from Lexington and then one from North Platte, both had better records than him, and uh, he really controlled those matches and, and won those, those, I would say, uh, maybe not convincingly, but, uh, you know, definitely, uh, like I said, he controlled the whole match, and uh, there was pretty much no doubt that he was going to win it unless something crazy happened. And and so, uh, you know, very good for him to get in the finals. Um, and then he just had a, a super stud in the finals. And, uh, you know, that kid, I think uh, someone said that, uh, He's only had one loss in his career and uh, happens to be to Kale at this tournament So, uh, two years ago. But uh, I know he was a, a Greco-Roman national runner-up in Fargo, so very, very tough wrestler. And, and uh, didn't go too well for us there. But uh, anyhow, great tournament for Braxton uh, getting in the finals. Uh, you know, Braxton has a few losses on his record, but uh, you look at those and it's just those guys are all just beasts and and tough kids so um you know it, it, his losses are, are all legitimate but um he doesn't have to see all those at state so those are mostly class a and out of out of state few class b but uh um you know just keep his if he keeps his confidence up and his head up he'll be fine down the stretch um but uh still had a great tournament though getting runner up um, 138, AJ. <clears throat> uh, AJ is the only one that, uh, or one of the three that we had a first round match. Uh, only seatable wrestler we had that had a first round match. So, um, you know, he, he got a pin to start off with. That was good. Then, then a major decision, 15 to one. Um, I wasn't in his corner, but, uh, sounds like kid, uh, liked to stall a lot. And so, didn't get the tech, but uh, maybe should have. Uh, uh, but uh, AJ just got a little frustrated with the guy stalling, and you know you just got to deal with that and move on. We something we've talked about multiple kids about that. Just just control what you can and keep wrestling, and good things will happen. If not, do you want to sit there and stall? I guess you win fifteen to one. That's, I mean, yeah, we want bonus points. That's important, but uh, uh, when we get down to the state tournament. Um, you know, pretty much any win's a good win. Bonus is just like you call it bonus. Um, you go for it, but uh, uh, you'll take that win no matter what. If they want to lay there for you, you'll take that win and keep advancing. But uh, then he had a decent kid from Ray, Colorado, got a pin there, and then um, you know, a pretty pretty good wrestler from Gary that. Uh, I don't know if he's rated right now, but I know he's been in and out of ratings the last two years. Um, uh, you know, and that, that Stone from Garing also beat the Johnson from Hastings, who's rated. So, uh, you know, the, the kid's a tough kid, and and it, AJ just dominated him 17-1. to 1, So, uh, 
great uh, tournament for AJ. Uh, really dominating kids all the way. So, um, yeah, I think he's fully recovered and got his timing back from when he was sitting out for a couple of weeks, uh, recovering from an injury. So, uh, good to see that. 145, uh, Hunter Anderson seated seventh. Uh, you know, very tough weight class for him. Uh, but uh, he ended up uh, getting sixth place, so he did finish above his seed. Um, you know, he his first match, I thought he wrestled, you know, pretty decent. Uh, the kid was a, a returning state medalist and also ended up winning this tournament. And, and uh, he gave up a major decision, but, uh, um, you know, he gave up some points early on, but uh, I'd say the last last third period he looked looked pretty even with the guy but uh unfortunately he was too far behind but uh, uh so he lost to him obviously a great wrestler though um so nothing to be ashamed about there i was happy with how he battled um then he got a major decision then he runs into another r real tough one I don't remember what happened there i don't think i was in that corner at the time but i uh, ended up getting caught and pinned real quick well he got a pin before that in the match before against that gothenburg kid oh yeah he got a major decision <clears> then <throat> a pin right so i mean he got a couple big wins and scored a big bonus points and uh but uh end up getting caught and pinned by someone that's and, and actually that was a number one seed that got upset uh so you know there you go he got uh Got a couple tough draws. He's already wrestled the number one and number two seeds. Those were his first two losses, and and then uh, last match, um, you know, another very tough kid. Uh, you know, with a very good record, uh, he ends up losing that match. But uh, overall, good day for him. I mean, we like to see do a little bit better, but uh, um, you know, as far as wins go, but. Uh, what he was going against, I thought he did 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 well overall. Uh, One fifty two Lane, um, you know, again Lane is just, uh, I I think he's coming along, he's improving. Um, you know, as a freshman, he got thrown in a difficult situation, but uh, as long as he keeps his head up, I think he's gonna be great for us someday. Um, draws the first round, the really tough kids. Uh, was a state medalist last year and so that didn't go too well but uh he did battle with him a little bit to start with but uh um you know he just the the strength and speed differences is quite a bit and and unfortunately lost and and uh um, you know they lost his next match but uh again i i think you know hopefully he, he learns from this experience and and realizes that someday he's gonna be doing that to other kids and doesn't get discouraged but keep working because i do see improvements uh out there um 160 um <clears throat> we got uh dalton roten let's see he's he ended up the fifth seed uh and end up uh fourth place so again he wrestled above his seed and uh you know he had a tough kid from ray colorado who uh, actually ended up fifth um so uh you know lost a close one there 
Um, you know, I thought he wrestled him pretty tough, but uh, uh, kid just had some leverage and really kind of caught him in a couple situations. I think, you know, Dalton wrestles better. He wins the match. Um, swung on a headlock and missed. I gave up two and then just got caught in a Peterson roll at, uh, for five, and that's that's all seven of that guy's points. And, and Dalton went lose a seven to three, but uh, I was hoping for a rematch, get a chance to wrestle him. I, I, and I, because I thought that Dalton could wrestle him a lot tougher. Um, but Dalton came back real good. Um, and let's see, uh, gets a major decision, gets a pin, you know, against the Hastings kid, which is good. That's what we want to see in case we run into duels that we're getting bonus on those guys. Um, and then another pin against North Platte. So, uh, Russell, great. Um, they ran into a tough Kozad kid who's very good on top. And I wish I was in that corner because I think, yeah, you know, and maybe maybe felt that he can get out. But uh, I probably would have chose neutral at the second period because he got rode out, didn't get any points. Um, you know, but obviously he could have also went neutral, gotten taken down. So that might have been worse. But uh, that would have been worse my approach um but still had a chance to, to win the match uh he was winning uh two to one late in the match very very late um gotten a little bit of scramble with probably you know, five to ten seconds left or something like that uh kid you know came up and he was on and dalton was on the leg and had the leg and guy kind of got his hip out to the side and threw a leg over the top laying on the mat and i don't know how in the world you can call that two reversal i couldn't even call it a loss of control in my opinion but they gave him a reversal i think their crowd was yelling too because they're out of desperation and that must have influenced him somehow i had a conversation with the official and he just felt that uh he had enough control to give him two. Um, I wish we had replay because I, I guess I haven't looked it up yet. I, I'll look at it on huddle uh, sometime shortly because I'm curious what I saw. I, there's no way it could have been. But, uh, um, I mean, the good the official that called it I think is a good official. But even good officials make mistakes. And even in our conversation, I could tell he was kind of – unsure of himself um you, you could tell sometimes when they're confident what they're saying and he seemed unsure but unfortunately it was like i said the total opposite of, of kyler's mat, uh, match at the end where kyler almost clearly had the leg in and on top and everything and this kid's laying on the on the mat just throwing a leg over the top and 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 they give it to him which shouldn't have even been close and uh so we end up losing two ops end spectrum type situation, but it is what it is, and we'll move on and keep keep working to get better. Um, but good experience to see, just in case run into him at state. True. Yep. Yeah, that's always possible. We could see him at state, and so and and that kid's a freshman too. So uh, you know, they maybe we may be seeing him for for a few years, um, but. Uh, yeah, one thing got some ideas out of this tournament for uh, we need to work with on Dalton, and I mean not something that we've they've been building over the last few weeks anyhow. But with Dalton out here and there for sick and injury, it's it's hard to 
to get a good gauge on what we need to work on without seeing him out there going. And, and uh, so now that he's been able to go a couple weeks, um, you know, we there's certain areas we need to work on to help him uh, really reach another level, which which he's capable of doing. Uh, going on to 170, um, Blaine, uh, Blaine, fourth seed, so uh, does a nice job, gets a good win, first match, uh, and then he ends up with the returning state runner-up and really actually wrestling pretty tough. It was, I think it was 0-0 going into the third period, um, and that kid got a reversal and then ended up putting him on his back and getting a pin. Um you know, so I thought Blaine wrestled him tough. Uh, we just got to uh, find a way to beat some of those really tough wrestlers. Um, you know, Blaine's becoming more and more consistent and beating the guys he should. Um, but uh, those higher-level wrestlers, uh, he's starting to wrestle them tough. We just got to find a way to, to beat them and uh, and get on the medal stand this year. Um, but after that loss, he, he comes back. It's a, it's a quick pin. Uh, to put him in for um, third and fourth and uh, uh, ends up going overtime against a really, really tough uh, Ray Colorado kid. Kid only had uh, two losses coming in, uh, so very tough. Uh, and again, Re Blaine wrestled him very tough and ended up losing in overtime. So, um, you know, Blaine's right there. We just got to find that little extra Thing to get over that hump and um, you know Blaine works hard every day in practice so uh, that that's good to see and we'll keep working to get there uh, 182 Jack again Jack is another one of those freshmen that got thrown into a difficult situation based off just things that happened this year for our team and um, you know again I, I, I think he's going to be really good someday but right now he's just uh, inexperienced and so far behind um, and he always draws the tough ones. <laughs> well, that's the thing is when you're when you get thrown in that situation kind of situation, and you know you, you, you get the tough draws because every time you get the tough draws, you know, take on the number one seed, and you're picking up more losses than if you know facing the tough draws every time, and it just kind of compounds throughout the year. You don't get that like, oh, I'll get a guy of my skill level. Those guys are in other places against tough draws, so. Kind of compounds on these bracketed tournaments. Yeah, so he gets an undefeated uh, wrestler that's ranked number one or two. I'm not sure, but uh, or at least way up there. That's for sure, if anything. But uh, yeah, and that doesn't go too well. But um, then he ends up losing another match that uh, um, I think he's a little bit more competitive with. But obviously, that guy's got uh, quite a few more wins than him, and and beat him a week earlier. Uh, you know, just things yet for Jack to work on to keep getting better. But, uh, you know, just like Lane, I do see improvements. Um, this is a hard way to learn, but if you can mentally handle it, it's also the best way to learn because you're wrestling the best guys out there and, and you start figuring out how to, you know, keep up with that intensity in some way. And, and, uh, you're going to become a, a good wrestler, be, lot faster this way than than through the jv ranks uh, although jv ranks might not hurt as much but <laughs> and you'll get a few more wins but uh, uh in the end uh you know just hopefully jack get, you know does get discouraged and and uh um 
because I think by the time he's a senior, he's going to be pretty good. Just things I see. All right, uh, 195, Luke, Luke McDonald. Um, going out doing Luke McDonald things again. Just he's <laughs> like, like Kale. He goes out there and takes care of business. Um, got a 23-second pin. And then he took his time, got a, a second period pin against this uh, North Platte kid. Pretty good wrestler, but, uh, um, you know, some of these guys are going out there just, uh, uh, they know they're going to get beat up. In fact, that guy was, uh, that was a physical match. A guy was moaning and everything out there. It was, it was, he was getting beat up, uh, and all legally, you know, don't get me wrong. It was, everything was legal and nothing was cheap. Uh, but Luke is a physical type wrestler and, and, uh, you know, it's going to hurt. And, uh, so, but anyhow, Luke ended up getting a pin. Uh, then the finals, he ended up running against somebody who just, just sat there on the bottom and Luke got the takedowns pretty easy. Um, and off the bottom, Luke got an escape pretty easy. So that was his five points. And the rest of the time, the guy just sat on his elbows and, and just hung on for dear life. And, you know, that frustrates Luke some, but, uh, um, you know, again, that's one of those things where uh, this kid's rated, so he's a good wrestler, too. He's strong. Um, you know, so Luke's got to find different ways to to counter those things. And and uh, I know Luke gets frustrated sometimes when he when kids don't wrestle him. Uh, but, uh, you know, if they want to sit there on the bottom and you win a state title, I guess you win a state title. But uh, Well, that sounds... Uh actually kind of familiar it reminds me of uh was it jake smith's senior year the kid just laid on bottom and in a ball for yeah. basically three periods yeah and, and jake smith wasn't happy then either right <laughs> he was really ticked off first guy I ever seen go out in the hallway and throw his headgear after he after he won a state title <laughs> and, and not in an excitement it, it wasn't right. thrown it was thrown in frustration but uh uh but uh you gotta you know that also gives us things to work on. I, I you know, watching that now, um, I think Luke can do different things, and and uh, in those cases, I think he's gonna uh, at least punish the guy, if not uh, score, and, and maybe pin him with because Luke kind of has a couple things in mind he wants to do, and he's very good at it. And you know, if guys don't want to wrestle with him, then he ends up not being able to do it, and so he needs to be a little bit more diverse because in college you're going to have to be more diverse anyway. Uh, but I got some things, I, you know, out of that match I, I think will be really helpful for him. And so, again, you know, we, you know, gets first place, does a great job, um, and we get to learn from it. That's that's can't get better than that. So, um, you know, great tournament for Luke too. 220, Carter Lurch. Uh I think Carter's finally starting to get the rust off. The first uh, um, couple weeks or so, that when he started out, he looked pretty rusty. And um, you know, and last week uh, still. And but uh, I thought he started looking better this week. Um, you know, definitely still got some development yet, and been really nice to have him uh, early in the year where we'd be sitting at. Uh, still middle of December at this point and, and have a whole season to continue to work with him. Cause, um, you know, he, he wrestled, uh, a Schwarzkopf from Garing 
four to one, who's was ranked number one in several polls, uh, and probably still going to be ranked number one because his only loss was to the number one ranked from uh, Class A uh, in the finals. Um, you know, and, and uh, Carter had a chance to win it late in the match still. So, uh, and I think the Schwarzkopf ended up getting a takedown late in the match mm-hmm. to make it a little bit uh, uh, look like a little bit of a difference, you know, end up winning four to one. But if we get the takedown, we win it. So, um, you know, Carter's right there. He's not that far away. Just uh, uh, continue working, getting better. And, um, you know, then he ended up uh, losing uh, – Let's see here. The Scott City was a pretty pretty decent record. Um, I don't really remember that match totally, but uh, four to three, real close match. Uh, you know, Carter's a tough kid to score on, uh, and that's why he keeps all matches close. Um, you know, his offense, we need to find more ways to score, and and uh, you know that's where I think uh, he's going to improve the most over the next four weeks and how he scores and stuff like that, and he does that. He's going to be on the medal stand, but uh, uh, got to keep working. And then uh, wrestling for fifth and sixth. Uh, actually, had a real tough uh, get from Ray Colorado. And you look at him, that guy had his legs were were huge. They're, they were, I mean, he he's in the weight room. You can tell that guy in <laughs> big arms and everything. Good at good looking athlete. And and it's like, oh boy, this is not going to be pretty. Well. It, you know, it started out, it was a battle, and Carter stayed in there again, tough to score on, and, and you know, the kid was getting in on some shots, and but uh, Carter actually did a pretty decent job of of defending, and, and I thought that was one improvement I've seen this week over uh, previously, that he did a better job of defending some situations and uh, end up getting into overtime with him and end up winning in overtime with the takedown. So, um you know, it was a very good win over a quality opponent for, for Carter. So, um, you know, very good tournament for Carter, too. And, uh, you know, anybody that placed at this tournament in the top six, uh, it, it, you did a, they did a great job. So, um, you know, really happy for Carter and where he's at and where he's going. So, and 285, um, you know, Kale Kaufman, uh, uh, Kale wrestled tough. Uh, he just had a tough draw. I mean, the first match was winnable. And in fact, he ended up losing in overtime. But but that guy is he's hard to score on, um, and he just goes for winning. And I don't know. It, I remember he he wrestled Joey at at the duel. He's from Beatrice and wrestled the duel, and and uh, he celebrated like he won a state title when he got a stall call. A point for stalling on on joey and that that won the match for him and or end up winning the match in the long run but he doesn't he's hard to score and he doesn't do anything and 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 so it was tough for kale to score and end up losing in overtime so you know kale wrestled hard and tough and, and in fact that kid end up losing in overtime to his next match to the number four seed who's actually pretty darn good um so, uh, you know, Kale, I thought Kale wrestled good overall. And then and then, then he draws a kid wrestling back from Garing that's, uh, that's pretty tough himself. Um, I know he's been 
either rated or or considered for ratings. He beat some good kids that were early in the season rated, so uh, not a bad wrestler. Record isn't the greatest, but uh, I mean he beat some quality kids. Um, and but that's a tough draw to get there. Uh, you know, and in fact that kid ended up getting fourth place. Um, and uh, Kale wrestled him real tough. Ended up losing by one point uh, in a close match. And, uh, you know, two two one-point matches uh, against two guys who meddled at this tournament. So, uh, you know, Kale may not feel good about how he did, but uh, he wrestled well, especially since he's uh, going up to 285 to wrestle it. He's only weighing. He's still making the weight at 220, and that's because we won him there. Uh, through the state duels at least uh, after state duels then we'll decide what where uh, uh, you know and plus it also you got Joey when he, he'll come back if he was able to come back from his injury uh, you know and so that's all kind of up in the air down the road and, um, certainly Kale will have the opportunity for wrestle off if he wanted to uh, he could also still challenge Carter if he wanted to also but uh, um and Carter, you never know. Maybe he goes up to 285 later, but uh, um, I think Carter kind of would rather stay at 220. But uh, things we got to figure out down the road um, with those guys. But once we get past the state duels, we'll let one of those go up and not worry about keeping our weight down. Uh, not that they're cutting that hard, but um, you know we want them down because it gives us good options. And there's some situations where I see I'd like to see. Uh, possibly see uh, Kale wrestling 220 and, and Carter wrestling up um, help us have better dual matchups and, and stuff like that. So things that we're planning down the road for. So that's it for our guys overall. Um, you know, very pleased with the, where we're at right now. Um, early in the year, it was very rough. Uh, going through injuries and um, but at the time always knew that there's a chance we get it, get him back um, all but uh, obviously uh, Connor uh, Breck um, which would tr help us out tremendously if he was here uh, you know he'd fill in very good at 152 because he could make 152 and in fact after yeah our black and blue duel I was going to actually suggest he give it a try and and uh, especially when everybody decided to make the move down that would have been perfect situation um you know and and uh he would have fit in great for us but uh and, and given lane an opportunity to develop more at the jv level but uh um it is what it is but we because we we got as many as we as, uh, we're as strong as that we've been all year as our lineup i think um you know obviously we don't have joey yet back um but uh, again he's kind of up in the air and if he does come back too as much as he missed and as late as it is whether he'll be able to get back in shape and time and all that's kind of a question too but um looking at our team uh, like i said I, I think we're as healthy as we can be at this time um you know, and, and as we will be going down the road, long, barring anything new, hopefully nothing new, uh, and uh, really happy with how it ended up. I, I thought it would be a closer tournament. 
um, especially the way it started out. I was starting to wonder if we could even win it at that point. But uh, after the con- after uh, quarterfinals, but uh, um, you know, guys wrestled tremendous. Uh, we got some uh, good quality that's going to score a lot of top end points. When you, the tougher the tournament we get into, I think the better team we are. Um, you at the class B level, and this is a, I would say, a good solid class B type of a tournament. Uh, even though we got some out of state teams that are that are quality, and we got class A ranked teams there, it's still I would consider a B level tournament, uh, and very good. So uh, uh, I think that shows, and hopefully gives our guys confidence that uh, um, you know we we have a, a good chance if we stay healthy the rest of the way. Uh, to have a good uh, state tournament and down the road and but at the same time hope they also see there's we got to continue to improve and keep working um, on different areas to eat each individual improve on their situation and get better and which ultimately helps the the team out so it's kind of my overall analysis of the the tournament i suppose anything you got to add or questions not really got back in a bit earlier time than normal that was nice <laughs> yeah sure. i don't think we've ever been back before midnight i might not remember what last year was with the covid situation but that doesn't count um but prior to that i don't think we've ever been be- before midnight and i think it's been at least one o'clock a time or two that we were getting back arriving at the high school and and uh so uh, a lot of it has to do with uh the covid year last year they they cut down to eight teams and some of the teams didn't come back then. Um, basically they found something somewhere else and decided to stay where they're at. And so we lost two teams. Um, and then, uh, I know one of the other teams had a lot, had a half their team out. They said that were, uh, they're dealing with some illnesses that they, they kept them all out. And, um, and so, uh, uh, you know, you probably had, would have had another 30 35 more matches if if those teams were all there and and uh you know that's probably an hour to probably closer hour and a half um and if that's the case yeah that puts us getting back over later than midnight so well then um, you also said since they shifted the <laughs> jv tournament to friday and we don't didn't bring the jvs out that uh, shortened the time uh, for dinner <laughs> yeah we stop on the way back somewhere and usually when we stop at the bus and we have uh 30 35 kids go in it takes a long time to get through usually those uh restaurant workers just kind of look at us and go okay we're mm-hmm. gonna have fun with this rush Yep, but uh, we stopped somewhere, and there's three fast food restaurants right next to each other, and said, all right, guys, go wherever you want to go. Just meet back at the bus, and and uh, so uh, that also kind of spread things out. We're not all in one place, and uh, we did have to uh, race uh, Scott City to some of the restaurants because they pulled up in their bus right after us, so, <laughs> so it was a rush to see who can get in first in line, and so it didn't take quite as long there either, and so yeah, a couple of things helped us get back home earlier, and which is good. I'd rather not be out past midnight driving a bus with with the kids. Yep. All right, I guess uh, on to this upcoming week. Um, is there anything you want to touch on schedule wise, practices, or anything in general? Well, I mean, practices are in normal times. Uh, everything's normal. Uh, 
So nothing exciting there. I guess uh, talking about competitions, we got Papillion La Vista on Thursday. Uh, JVs are starting at 6 o'clock. Um, I expect that they have girls, so that we'll have girls wrestle. Uh, I'll, I'll need to talk to them yet. Well, I know they have girls that right. wrestle. They got a pretty decent sized team of girls. Right, so. and I'm sure we'll have it. That's what I'm just saying. We haven't talked to them, but right. So we haven't set that up, but uh, so you, you can expect to have girls there too. And then varsity's uh, the last duel, I would assume. And uh, so we'll see what happens, I guess. Yep. And Saturday, uh, girls head to Cedar Bluffs. Uh, Ten o'clock start there, and the boys varsity goes to EMC tournament at the new Elkhorn North High School. So I think the uh, boys varsity will be back a lot sooner than the girls varsity this this coming weekend. Yeah, just a short little drive. That's the shortest drive we'll ever have, and um, <laughs> to any school unless we go to Concordia sometime. But uh, uh, so or yeah, maybe if we get back. a new school and start it. And, Get another tournament there or something. I suppose. Maybe I guess EMC there in five years or whenever it is. <laughs> yep. I guess we'll we'll see. But uh, yep, that'll be interesting. EMC, how that goes. Obviously, there's three very tough teams there. We're one of them, and then then a few other teams that got some individuals that are tough. So, um, and also being conference, we you know there's. I always say the biggest tournaments we want to win are conference, districts, and states. So, um, our that this is one of the top tournaments we we like to win. Yeah, and they'll start at nine thirty, but like I said, real short drive, so most people won't have to get up early at all to yeah. get there. And then something, not our guys aren't wrestling, but uh, youth kids tournament, uh, you know, at the high school on Sunday. It's by far our biggest fundraiser uh, of the year. Um, you know, I don't know how entries are coming yet. You would know better than I would. Usually they start coming in hot Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. So, so hopefully uh, we didn't lose too much after a COVID year because people get into habits and go the same place year after year. And, and they've been coming to our tournaments for years. And even though we're on the same weekend, we had to skip one year because we weren't allowed to hold it last year. And hopefully they didn't go somewhere else and, and not come back. Uh, kind of like the Higgins, what happened yep. there. But um, if not, we'll just have to build it back up. And um, But uh, biggest fundraiser for us, so it's very important. I know I've sent out multiple emails already about uh, uh, signing up for help. Uh, we really, really need help uh, running this. Um, you know, it takes 80-plus volunteers to, to help out. Uh, we try and put them in two-hour increments so that it's not – um, you know, a long day for anybody. Uh, although if you want to sign up for two shifts, we wouldn't mind it one bit and be really happy. Um, you know, and, and this is a, like I said, a big fundraiser for us. Uh, you know, the, the wrestling club pays for a lot of stuff, you know, especially for our high school, um, you know, high school program. Uh, you know, even our youth program does a lot for them, pays for some of their tournaments they go to. Um, you know, it buys singlets for them so they don't have to buy their own singlets. Uh, you know, and, and as far as the high school, we're, uh, you know, I put a big chunk of money in towards camp this summer. Um, uh, also brought in 
high level clinicians for a camp for all levels. Uh, you know, and then they they bought t shirts for our high school team and pay for our awards and there are just a lot of things it does. So uh, it all goes back to the kids. So uh, it's so important that we get that help to to, to run the tournament. And as far as uh, the, the kids, um, you know, we uh, expect them all to help out. If they have something, reason they can't, they need to let us know. Um, and we'll work with that with them, uh, whatever the reason is. Uh, but uh, uh, we need all the help we can get from the, out of them. Uh, we, we will set up Saturday after the EMC tournament. Uh, I know a lot of the JV won't be there, and the girls may be still wrestling or on their way back or something. But uh, we'll start setting up as soon as we get back. Um, and I'll probably send out an email when we're leaving, give the JV an idea when they can come up. So that uh, so the kids are going to need to be watching their phones Saturday afternoon if you're not wrestling somewhere. and Come back, help set up Saturday after, afternoon. Hopefully have the evening free then for whatever they want to do. And be back bright and early Sunday morning because the high school uh, team, they'll both boys and girls will run tables, uh, mat side tables, um, you know, and so, uh, and then clean up after that. So put all the mats away. So, well, as far as the uh, <clears throat> JV boys, I mean, there's no competition. Cedar Bluffs isn't very far. It's just outside of Fremont and Elkhorn North is just down the road. It can go watch and support the teams and then head on back with and then they don't have to worry about what time watching their phones to see what time they need to get that's there. very true no reason why i can't <clears throat> drive up and watch and help out yep. or watch and then come help so that's yeah. our fun week that we got coming up <laughs> actually a lot more calm than this week except for our kids tournament that's that's a major undertaking yep <laughs> so speaking of that this is a major undertaking on sunday and we almost always record the podcast on sunday so we'll uh have to figure that out we might it might be a day or two late next week we'll see on that <clears throat> so just beware if we don't if you don't see it come out sunday it's probably because we were super busy at the kids tournament and by the time we get home it's pretty exhausted at that point um so yeah guess uh on the state duels wild card points uh i just refreshed the page and we're sitting at sixth place we kind of been hanging out around there since last week yeah it's been a wild week um with a wild card points no <laughs> no pun intended but uh yeah early in the week on monday before nebraska city wrestling their dual tournament i was Starting to get nervous. I think we were sitting about eighth at that point. And mm -hmm. Looking at their dual tournament going, you know, Nebraska City, they're going to go undefeated in this thing. There's nobody here that's going to beat them. Uh, and it's not because they were that good. I mean, they are good. But uh, just no one there is close to their their ability. That, uh, they're going to win this. And I started thinking, uh, without doing math or anything, that, that you know, Going five and zero, oh, that that should help them out. Uh, ironic thing is, after that was done the next day, uh, they went undefeated. But uh, the mo the strangest thing with how the wild card points work, we end up benefiting from them <laughs> more than they did, because uh, uh, um, you know it, it's complicated. But uh, to kind of explain it the best. It, 
it looks like uh, anybody scoring 44 points or averaging 44 points per duel on in the dual points system is going to win or get into the state duels or have an excellent chance uh nebraska city is sitting at 43.9 and well the teams they're wrestling some of them were you know if if you have a if you're a level one which is basically a 25 percent winning percentage or less uh you're only going to score the team that beach is only going to score 41 points so that kind of hurt nebraska city a little bit but the, the funny thing is how it helped us was we ended up having there's three teams in that tournament that uh, uh, we had beaten that all because it wasn't a very tough tournament they were able to get at least three to four wins out of it and uh, that bumped them up another level which gave us three points each and that's nine points we got out of it which is uh, equal to taking one of our losses and calling it a win so uh it helped us out that separated us from nebraska city um because i thought they were one of the contenders uh that would overtake us when we were sitting at eighth um so i was real happy to see that i think that kind of knocked them out and another interesting thing with nebraska city is um and it's not their fault i mean well it kind of is i guess they're scheduling it but then again sometimes you can control what the other teams are like um you know they their last duel of the seasons this week also and the team they wrestle will hurt their points it will not help them even if they win the best thing for them to do is cancel that <laughs> not <to> even <laughs> wrestle wow. um, but uh so because that, that team is a level one team and and uh level four team you mean or level four whatever they're the lowest level sorry yeah you're right level four that's uh, and so they're the lowest level, and so they're going to get 41 points, and that's going to bring their average down a little bit. <laughs> and so I, I think they're out. Uh, Pierce is another team that I was concerned about. Uh, they end up taking a loss this this week, um, so that kind of knocked them almost out of contention. Um, Minden took a few losses that you Minden. were talking about last week. Yep, I was watching them. Um, I knew they were in a – a good tournament this weekend i think i thought one turn one duel one loss would would hurt them considerably but they took two so that knocked them i think knocked them out uh kind of elimination week is what it was yeah. like and then uh, although garing was one that uh, shot up there kind of almost in contention but i, I don't think they're because they had a big win over uh, scott's bluff which was really a surprise um and especially a surprise after i saw you know, we saw them this weekend, and we saw Scott's Bluff the week before. Um, I guess it's just matchups, you know, with them. And I, you know, I didn't go analyze that whole thing, but, but oh, uh, it was twenty-one forty-five. So I wonder if some kids might have been out too, or something. Because I don't know. Well, it could be matchups, but I a, talked to someone from Scott's Bluff, and he just says it. You know, they it took a a, a loss and upset, and Garing got on a roll, and and Scott's Bluff just kind of fell apart. So um, I guess that's good in a way. Hopefully we start at a good place where we get on a roll if we see Scott's Bluff and maybe they fall apart and we can beat them because I, I think they're going to be a tough dual team. Mm -hmm. So uh, um, anyhow, so Garing kind of jumped up there a little bit, but I don't think that it's going to be enough for them uh, to get into the state duels. And, uh, and since we climbed up, we've, you know, we've had a couple other teams that improved their 
level and and so we i think we've climbed into a safe spot that uh, win or lose will be uh, in the state duels so that's that's good now it's just a matter of how high and and uh, we want to be seated and and uh, you know the main thing is we want to get away from some of the best teams right away because you want to get that first round win because that guarantees you a trophy um, although our goal is to win the the big trophy so we could be number eight full i i care at one point and, um you know as long as we have a chance at it because uh, i think we can you know with the right uh, combinations and i think we can beat anybody out there so um happy that we're in it and now we just gotta stay healthy and take care of business when the time comes yep all right anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up um nope guess not i guess we covered everything no no questions sent to us this week so be able to shave a few minutes off of the podcast this week i guess all right uh, i guess uh tune in next week then we'll recap the papillion la vista duel um <clears throat> recap girls at cedar bluffs and the emc tournament and uh we'll probably be talking about uh hopefully we're in the state dual tournament and you know where we land after next week we'll we'll know we'll um, know we'll know sunday yep we'll know sunday by the time we get here um then well, we'll, by the time we're at the kids tournament yep oh uh, yeah that's true the podcast so, might like i said might come out a day or two later than normal um and then we'll preview the girls districts which are the same day as state duels up at uh west point on friday and saturday that week and like i said if all goes to plans we'll be previewing boy state duels so like i said tune in next week um like i said might be a might be a little later than normal so bear with us there yeah Unless someone wants to run the tournament for us and we can just come record the podcast uh, record it while we're running <laughs> let everybody else take care of that might have some interruptions then. Yeah, we'd have some problems yes yeah yeah, Sunday might be difficult, like you said, because there's things once we get done, even as ladies get back, got to take care of. And state duels, if that they they start getting information out on Sunday already about information they need. So uh, if it's anything like the past, I might be busy trying to get that stuff ready. And uh, my guess is if we, you know, we might be Tuesday after yeah. practice sometime. Uh, just a guess. We don't know. We'll see. Yeah, just make it exciting more or if we're ambitious we'll get it done Sunday and just I'll stay up late and work on my stuff <laughs> yep alright I guess till then uh, see ya <laughs>